Life Audio. Coming up on Encouragement for You, overcoming holiday stress, and I'll be answering listener questions on the subject. Welcome to the Encouragement for You podcast, brought to you by Encouragement Communications in association with the Salem Web Network and is part of the Life Audio Faith Toolkit series. For more inspirational, faith-affirming podcasts, visit lifeaudio.com. In just a moment, your host, Don Hawkins, will introduce today's episode. First, a word from our sponsors. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. For many years, host Don Hawkins has answered listener questions live on radio. He and listeners interact over questions about dealing with holiday stress. Carol is listening in Oklahoma. Thank you for calling Life Perspectives. Carol, go ahead. You're on the air. Hi. My trouble is I have a family member that is in uh, has been put in jail, and I don't know how to make it through the holidays without them. I yeah. mean, it's, it's a very sad situation, and... I don't want to go into that kind of details, but how do you go on? <laughs> yeah, Carol, first of all, let me thank you for calling us. This is a burden that you carry, but it's also a burden that a lot of people are carrying at the holiday season uh, because, unfortunately, m- m- many of us have relatives. We have friends who get in trouble with the law and the consequences of the law come down and uh, people are in jail sometimes uh, for many years over the holiday season. Sometimes it just happens right before the holidays and they're in jail for the holidays. And I, I think, uh, Carol, there are two or three factors that can help us make it through. One of them is to focus not on how much you miss this person or how badly you feel, uh, but to focus on how you can be an encouragement to this person. And there's ways that you can do that. And and by the way, it's important to understand that when somebody's in jail, they typically understand that they've done wrong and what they need is not a sermon. What they need is some encouragement. And and you can certainly be that encouragement. You can come alongside to help. You can come alongside and give words of cheer. You can send cards. You can send letters. Uh, whatever packages or gifts may be allowed or appropriate, and it's always important to check with the authorities when somebody's in jail to find out what can be done. You can encourage others to pray for this person. 
You can encourage your pastor and others to visit this person. And uh, in fact, you can help to line up a support team for this person so that when they get out of jail, they'll be more likely to grow strong in faith or if they don't know the Lord, to come to know the Lord as Savior and uh, be able to avoid getting back into jail. Those are some of the things that you can do, Carol. And I think there are a couple of other things that can be of help to you. One of those is that, uh, as uh, Dr. Menrith has said on this program before, a burden shared is half a burden. And if you have some close friends that you can share this with and just tell them how you feel, just tell them how much you miss this person and how difficult the holidays are without this person there and present and enjoying the time with you, uh, then, you know, that can help. The other thing is just to cry out to the Lord and to pray for this person and to pray for God to give you strength and grace and wisdom through the holidays And then another final factor to keep in mind, Carol, would be to simply look at the holidays as a time to reach out to some other people. You may not be able to have this person there, but there may be a relative, perhaps somebody who's related to this person who also misses that person. Maybe that person's mother or father or a brother or sister or somebody who's close, a spouse. Uh, and you can reach out to that person. Maybe they wouldn't be able to be with that person on the holidays, and like you, they're feeling that loneliness and feeling the missing person, and you can reach out to them. Those would be some of the thoughts that I would share with you, and I hope they've been of some help to you. That's been wonderful. Now, on that, you said burden shared is a what? Is half a burden. Half a burden. Half a burden. Half. H-A-L-F. Yes. Now, let me pray with you if I could, okay? Thank you. Yes. Lord, uh, Carol is feeling keenly uh, the fact that this uh, person who is very important in her life is in jail. And Lord, because of that, she feels discouraged and a little bit overwhelmed as the holidays come. And I pray, Lord, that you would just draw close to her and let her sense your presence. And I pray that she'd be able to reach out to this person. If this person doesn't know Christ as Savior, I pray that through her testimony and that of others, this individual would come to a saving knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. And if this person is a believer, I pray that you would draw them back into a place of fellowship with you, a place of repentance for whatever sins they've committed or crimes they've committed, and uh, that this person would begin to grow in grace and knowledge of you, and that that, uh, Carol would be an encouragement, a source of help and support through this. And Father, there are others who feel this same keen feeling of loss, of missing some person at the holidays, some because they're in jail, some who are in service, some perhaps because of great distance and perhaps not having the resources to travel or to be with the family and friends. And we commit each one to you, thankful for the grace and the strength that you provide. In Jesus' name, amen. Ruth is listening in Mississippi over AFR. Good evening, Ruth. Go ahead. How can we help? My husband passed a Hmm. year ago this past May. He had Alzheimer's, Hmm. and I stayed at home with him. That was what we had decided we wanted to be that way. And he went to be with the Lord in all the ways that we had planned. And I'm, I'm still going through stuff. You can accumulate a lot of stuff in 54 years, and that's how we were two days away from being married 54 years. Wow. We had four children when our third one was just a baby. There was a need for some children to have a place while their mother was in the hospital, and we took them in. And that started our being foster parents in addition to having our children. And I had one more, and we kept on. Over the period of 40-some years, we took care of over 150 different 
foster children. Mm. So you have a lot of people whose lives have felt your imprint and the imprint of your husband. The thing is, all of my children live away from here. Uh huh. See, I lived in in Louisiana, and then I moved to Indiana, and I spent almost 13 years up there at the time that my children were graduating and reaching out. So they're all up in Indiana, and you're back well, down south. Two of my grand, two of my children are, are, are in Indiana. Yeah, one's in my adopted child's in Louisiana. Yeah, and your specific question for me, Ruth? My specific: Should I try to bring bring all of them together, or can I just be happy with what we have here and, yeah. and wish them happiness in their own? Because they've established through the years with with me and their daddy being here and there and everywhere, they each have their own little mm-hmm. gatherings. And I don't want them, any of them to feel like they have to take Mama in there right. because she's all by herself. Well, I would encourage you to do, Ruth, and what a wonderful thing that you'd be so thoughtful of them and uh, their need because here you are now, your husband's gone to be with the Lord, and you are alone, and, and yet you're not alone in the sense that you still have them in your life, and I'm sure they call well, you. I do. I'm sure they reach out to you. They come to visit. Here's what I would encourage you to do. I'd encourage you not to not to say to them, I need one or more of you to live near me. Rather, what I would say is, I always enjoy and appreciate your visits whenever you can come. Well, I've and, told them, I'm glad to see you come, and I'm just as glad to see you go. And that's how it works with children and grandchildren. But, uh, you know, encourage them to come, encourage them to come for the holidays, and and yet let them know that you've established yourself. Uh, both my dad and my father-in-law are well up in years. My dad is 89. My father-in-law is 91. And they both live independently. Uh, both their spouses are with the Lord. And uh, they've had family members say, hey, we want you to come and stay with us or live with us. My father-in-law's visiting with us right now, but he will come for a visit and stay for a while, and then he'll go back to his home because he is happy with his home, and that's where he wants to be. My dad, the same way. He wants to be in his home, and that's where he prefers to be. So that's what I'd encourage you to do, Ruth. And and then if it so happens— I've I've been feeling led to go. I just— Right. I just want to affirm to you that that's a good way for God to lead you. Uh, My sense is that you're able to live independently right now. And let's trust God for one day at a time. I just, I do. I just last night. Time today, worry about tomorrow. That's right. Last night I was teaching, and this morning from Matthew chapter six in the Sermon on the Mount, the last verse says, "Be not anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will take care of the things of itself. Sufficient to the day, yeah." Sufficient to the day, yeah, is its own trouble. You were reading that to a friend this afternoon. I was. Good. When my husband got down where I couldn't get out, then I I started, I I just called it my telephone ministry because I knew there were people in our area that can't get out. You can touch them. You can reach out to them. Remember the old Ma Bell commercial, reach out and touch someone. You can continue doing that. Now, let me pray with you, Ruth, okay? Please do. Tonight, Lord, I commit Ruth to you. Thank you that in her time of loneliness and even the loss of her husband, you've given her a ministry over the telephone. You've given her and her husband so many of these foster children and family members who love her, who care about her. 
And I pray that you'd continue to enlarge her ministry, to use her in a great way, that she might touch the lives of many people. Thank you especially for the fact that at this holiday season, there are so many people who are lonely that Ruth will be able to reach out to. And I pray that you'd strengthen her, encourage her, give her words of encouragement and cheer. May she be able to listen and to share encouragement and to be a blessing to those to whom she talks. And bless her family and bless her with health and strength in Jesus' name. Amen. We'll be right back after this message. Over his many years of live call-in radio, host Don Hawkins speaks with guests about encouragement. And Norm is listening in Griffin, Georgia. Hello, Norm. Hello. Thank you for your program, Mr. Hawkins. Thanks for calling us. How can we be of encouragement to you? Well, you already have been. But what I was calling you about was I'm a pastor. I'm 51 years old. Hmm. We have nine children, my lovely little wife and I. But Congratulations. We have, well, thank you. But just six weeks ago, I was diagnosed with um, melanoma all throughout my entire body. Three mm. years ago, it was on a, a mole, and then it spread evidently throughout. Wow. So now mm. it's in all my lungs. It's in my spleen, my liver, all my lymph glands, and my eye, and uh, in my skull and back as well. People so don't realize how devastating melanoma can be, especially if you don't catch it. Well, unfortunately, I probably didn't take it. I thought I did take it seriously, but I didn't take it as seriously as I should have. But I just wanted to let you know that you're right. God's grace is so very real if we will put our focus on Him and not let the distractions of anxiety overcome us. And we have seen God's grace so very real during this time. I have a three-month to two-year life expectancy. They have immediately started me on two rounds of intensive care, Hmm. interleukin chemotherapy plus two rounds of radiation. And the interleukin holds a lot of promise, uh, but I think the most important component in that therapy is going to be the prayers of God's people for you. Exactly. We have had thousands and thousands of people praying for us. We've had hundreds of cards, and if anybody knows of anybody who has cancer, just a simple card, I cannot tell you how much that can encourage you. My church has been so very gracious. They have paid me sick pay the whole time. Um, I was able to preach for two messages, one very brief message. Yeah. But basically, I can't do any of my responsibilities that I would like to do. But mm-hmm. the church and community, including Truett's, are doing a rate fundraiser to help with my mm-hmm. medical expense. They have been yeah. so very gracious to oh, us. Oh, that is fantastic, Norm. And, and the Kathy family and all, they have such a heart for that kind of thing. And I just think that's tremendous. And to know that your church family is behind you and to know now that we have an opportunity to share this with a larger family of people literally from Alaska to California to Maine to Florida and Texas and, and all kinds of places in between will be lifting you up before the Lord. I am just very encouraged that we have the privilege of sharing that with you. Let me do that right now, my brother. Thank you. Thank you, Lord, for Norm. Thank you that you've drawn him to yourself. You've called him to ministry. 
Uh, you've given him the opportunity, Lord, to have an impact on many people's lives. And Lord, you've given him and his wife nine precious children, and we rejoice in that. And we pray that you would sustain and strengthen each of them and strengthen his dear wife. But most of all tonight, Lord, we want to commit our brother Norm to you and pray that you would accomplish your purposes in his life. Lord, Paul said to live as Christ and to die as gain, and every one of us will face death at some point unless the Lord takes us home first. And uh, So, Lord, we, we would pray that our brother would would be able to live out every day that you give him, and we would pray that you would give him many days, uh, pain-free days, days that he can be able to joyfully testify to the goodness and grace of God. And, Lord, even when things are difficult and he's walking through the valley of the shadow, may he fear no evil because you are with him. And, Lord, may you just encourage him greatly as your, your goodness and your loyal love follow him every day of his life. Lord, most of all, we thank you that we're not ultimately designed to be here on this planet that's been affected by the fall and sin and and because of that diseases uh, happen lord and and uh, lord we just are grateful that our ultimate hope is to be in the presence of god where there's no sickness and no sorrow and no suffering and no death and so we commit our brother norm to you lord continue to use his testimony in the lives of many people and father i pray that you would continue to provide for his every need and to bless him and to encourage him in a special way. And I pray this for your glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Can I just say one last thing? You sure can, Norm. I see cancer as a gift because it gives me an opportunity to lift up the name of Jesus in a situation where many people would find fearful and discouraging. But we can turn to Jesus and encourage others. And as a gift, because my oldest daughter, who's a nurse, it's just she's always been close to us, but she has been my primary caregiver, the insurance. Hmm company and hospital allows her to be my home health care nurse. Oh, great. And the raise of the child who you see later come to minister to me like that has been a great blessing. Norm, that is powerful. We thank the Lord for your older daughter. We want to encourage our prayer team to pray for her in that primary caregiving role. And I trust that folks will remember to uh, be in prayer for Norm uh, as he's there in Georgia and dealing uh, with all of the implications. Let's go back to the phones. Teresa is listening in Arkansas. Thanks for calling us. How can we help? Well, I was just concerned because, you know, um, I was telling the lady on the telephone, you know, that uh, I have an illness. And uh, and as I've gotten older, I've got a little memory loss and don't feel so good all the time. And mm, yeah. And I have tried to talk to, you know, certain ones of in the household that... That the, you know, I'm 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 going to cross over, you yeah. know, yeah. and I've had 13 good years. I mean, mm. but yeah. I don't think I don't know that they're going to be able to cope well with that when it, the time does come. So you're really, in a sense, Teresa, more concerned with the folks that you're going to leave behind and yeah. how they're going to handle your departure, right? Than you are the fact that you're going to leave this life and go be with the Lord, right? Isn't that amazing? I mean, I've seen that so many times. And uh, the other thing is getting older is not that easy. No, it's not. (laughs) People don't understand. Uh, Health issues multiply, uh, memory issues, uh, those kinds of things begin to happen with increasing frequency. Mm -hmm. And uh, there are just a lot of challenges to growing older. And uh, I, you know, I think 
what you're telling us that you've adopted that verse in Philippians 1, verse 21, where Paul says, for to me to live is Christ and to die is gain. Right, right. <laughs> and you're kind of in a dilemma between the two. Right. Well, you know, I am so grateful, Teresa, yeah. that you called us. And I, I just think there's so many people uh, who are going through that sort of thing. Psalm 92 has some great verses in it that talk about folks who are, shall we say, in the, in the flower of life, who have gone uh, to the point in their lives where uh, uh, life is a little more challenging because they're a little bit older. And I want to just uh, share some verses with you, if I could, that I think might also encourage some other folks, because they're probably, uh, I would suspect, quite a number of folks listening to Life Perspectives who are right where you are. So let me just turn over here. Here we go. The righteous shall flourish like a palm tree, grow like a cedar in Lebanon. This is verse 13 now from Uh Psalm 92. Those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. They shall still bring forth fruit in old age. They shall be uh, flourishing. Uh, The word is fat and flourishing in the Hebrew. It doesn't have the same connotation as the negative connotation that we have today. To show that the Lord is upright. He is my rock and there is no unrighteousness in him. Now, aren't those great verses for somebody at your stage in life? Yeah. Well, for me, it it is. And and for others that that don't understand the Bible or God, it's really difficult. Yeah, I I think you're absolutely right. So I want to pray for you. I want to pray for your family members Mm -hmm. and for others who are at this point, okay? Mm -hmm. Lord, thank you for Teresa. Lord, what a gracious spirit she has, even as she has to deal with memory loss and health issues and pain and some of the other kinds of issues that she's dealing with. I want to pray that you would just strengthen her and protect her at this time. Uh, Lord, one of Teresa's concerns is over family members who are not prepared to see her go, who want to hang on to her. Uh, Lord, we don't want her to go early, but we want her to go when you're ready. And uh, we thank you that Our days are numbered in your book that you know when our time is. And I just pray for Teresa for grace, for strength, for health. Uh, Lord, sharpen her memory. Help her with those issues. Help her with the pain and physical disability issues, Lord. We just want to commit her to you and help her family members to understand, Lord, that her times are in your hands. Encourage her and others like her for Jesus' sake. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Encouragement for You with Don Hawkins, host of Encouragement Live Radio and author of over 25 books, including Never Give Up and Master Discipleship Today. You can find more about Don and his books at encouragementlive.org. Encouragement for You is a production of Encouragement Communications with the Salem Web Network and lifeaudio.com. Editing by Phil Gebers, production by Elizabeth Andrade. If you enjoyed what you heard today, we'd love for you to head over to your favorite podcast app and leave us a review. It really does help people find us. Let me take just a second to thank the team at Life Audio for their partnership with us on Encouragement for You. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you'll find dozens of other faith-centered podcasts in their network. They've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and more. Stay encouraged and join us next time for Encouragement for You.
I'm Dr. Lauren DeVille, a practicing naturopathic physician in Tucson, Arizona. In my podcast, Christian Natural Health, my guests and I discuss topics ranging from nutrition, sleep, hormone balancing, and exercise to specific health concerns like hair loss, anxiety, and hypothyroidism. I'll also interweave biblical principles as they apply throughout the podcast because true health is body, mind, and spirit. Listen to Christian Natural Health for free at lifeaudio.com or on your favorite podcast platform.